from Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man who brings you the info, the uber, snazzy, and jazzy, Mr. Jason Dutonio! Ah, thank you, Jason Kelly, and welcome once again to another episode of The Queen's New Yorker. It's episode 7 here on this Tuesday, February 27th, 2018. Ah, hope you enjoyed episode 6 as we completed the northwestern part of Queens, and now we're going to do the northeastern part of Queens today. Things have just been pretty well maintained, and we hope that you are going to enjoy our historical look at what is today the first city in the eastern part of, or the northeastern part of Queens, Bayside. And most of you who live out in Bayside know what I mean when I say this is a, a very interesting part of the uh, borough with lots of things going on. And lots of history. And I also found an article, too, from the New York Times about uh, Bayside, which we'll look at later on on the program. So without further ado, let's jump right into our historic look at Bayside, Queens. Bayside is an upper-middle-class neighborhood in the New York City borough, and the neighborhood is in the eastern section of Flushing, and it is part of Queens Community Board 11, CNN Money ranked Bayside as one of the most expensive housing markets nationally when analyzing comparable detached homes throughout the United States. And despite its large housing stock of freestanding homes, it nationally ranks high to very high in population density. These homes give the neighborhood a similar feel to other wealthy Queens neighborhoods such as Douglaston, Whitestone, and Little Neck. Now, Bayside's history dates back to 2000 BCE when the Matincock Native American tribe first settled there in the late 17th century. And the area was settled by English colonists. And by the middle of the 18th century, early settlers left their homes in Flushing and developed a farming community called Bayside. And then during the Revolutionary War, the Bayside Little Neck area suffered from raids by whale boatmen from the Connecticut shores. In the 19th century, Bayside was still mostly farmland. Middle 20th century, urban sprawl in New York City, with the help of more convenient and accessible transportation, led to its development. During the 1920s, many actors and actresses, such as Rudolph Valentino, lived in Bayside. And at the end of the 19th and beginning of the 20th century, Bayside saw an influx of people associated with the theater and movie industries. The town was then established as a colony for stage and screen stars, and when rumors ran rampant through the acting community that Bayside would be the location of a new movie and production studio, many actors purchased homes in anticipation of an easy commute to the studio. However, this rumored studio never materialized. And when Hollywood emerged as the capital of the movie industry during the 20s, many actors left Bayside to pursue careers in California. Bayside was the site of a murder by Peter Haynes, who was a prominent army officer abetted by his brother, sea novelist Tom, uh, Thornton Jenkins Haynes, who gunned down prominent editor William Annis at his yacht club in 1908. 
the so-called Regatta murder, led to a widely publicized trial at the Flushing County Courthouse. Peter Haynes was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to eight years at Sing Sing, while Thornton Haynes was acquitted. Well, Bayside remains one of the safest and wealthiest neighborhoods in the borough. However, Bayside has been the setting to several organized crime incidents. Michael Papadio of Bayside was a mobster who worked for the Lucchese crime family in secrecy from his wife. And he managed the Lucchese family's interest in the garment district of Manhattan. In 1989, upon a falling out with his superiors, he was murdered at a bagel shop called the Crown Bagel on Rockaway Boulevard in South Ozone Park. His wife subsequently reported Michael as missing, and three years later the FBI presented her with information about his death and his life in organized crime. In April of 2002, Gambino crime family associate Darren D'Amico was shot in the leg outside of the Cafe on the Green restaurant in Bayside, and it is speculated that... Uh, the, that Bonanno crime family associate Randolph Pizzolo was responsible for the crime. He was subsequently murdered on a hit called by Vincent Vinnie Gorgeous Bastiano. Well, Bastiano is now serving life in prison without parole. Well, Bayside is bordered by the Bronx to the north across the Long Island Sound and Douglaston Manor across the Little Neck Bay. The eastern land border is the Cross Island Parkway and Douglaston, the western is Francis Lewis Boulevard, Utopia Parkway, and Arbondale. The southern is Long Island Expressway and Oakland Gardens, and the neighborhood of Bayside Hills is itself a newer subdivision within Bayside. There are several different neighborhoods in Bayside, and we'll look at those right now. Uh, in the boundaries, you have uh, Bayside Gables, which is a privately owned gated community located near the Bay Terrace Shopping Center. And it's arguably one of the wealthiest areas in Queens, along with Forest Hills, Malba, Holliswood, Jamaica Estates, and Douglaston Manor. Homes in this community can sell for as high as $4 million. <laughs> then we have Bayside Hills, which is a subdivision of Bayside's south side. And it's bordered by 48th Avenue to the north the Long Island Expressway to the south, 211th Street to the west, and Springfield Boulevard on the east. The homes in Bayside Hills have more value and are more upscale, many of which were built by Gross Morton. Bayside Hills is known for its 33 street malls and accents, especially the Gatehouse, which is Bell Boulevard at 48th Street. You have the Gate Post at 48th Avenue from 216th Street. You have the Bayside Hills Street Clock, which is Bell Boulevard and 214th Street. This Victorian-style street clock sits upon the Leo Green Clock Mall, and it was dedicated to the local civic activist. Further east, Captain William C. Dermody Triangle Park, that's 48th Avenue and 216th Street, memorializes Dermody's abolitionism, and service in the Civil War, leading him to be mortally wounded at the Battle of Spotsylvania Courthouse. And much of the public green space is maintained by the New York City Parks Department and the Bayside Hills Civic Association. The zip code, 11364, and it's shared with Oakland Gardens. Bay Terrace is an affluent neighborhood often considered part of the larger area of Bayside, 
The area encompasses gated cooperative condominium developments such as the Bay Club and Bay Bridge Condominium. Other cooperative condominium developments include the Towers at Water's Edge, the Kennedy Street, uh, Street Quad, the Bayside Townhouse Condominiums, Bay County Owners, Bell Owners, and others. The gated estate community of the Bayside Gables is also located within the Bay Terrace neighborhood. And being the site of some of the only single-family homes in the area, Bay Terrace overlooks the East River and the approaches to the Throgsneck Bridge from the Clearview Expressway and Cross Island Parkway. The neighborhood is part of Queens Community Board 7 and Queens Community Board 11 and is located within zip code 11360, bounded on the west by Clearview Expressway, on the south by 26th Avenue and 28th Avenue, and to the east and north by the Little Neck Bay and Little Bay, which are a cove of the East River and a neighborhood respectively. The civic organization serving Bay Terrace is the Bay Terrace Community Alliance, or the BTCA. In 1639, Dutch Governor William Keft purchased the land that today encompasses Queens County from the Matencock. William Lawrence, who served as a magistrate under Dutch and English administrations, was granted a parcel of land by King Charles II in 1645 that included a large portion of what is today Bayside. And in addition to College Point, Whitestone, and Fort Totten, Bayside began its course of development from an agricultural community to a suburb when the North Shore Railroad was extended in 1866. And during the following several decades, the Bayside Land Association purchased farms for development. Well, Bay Terrace, which is originally included within the bounds of Bayside, remained composed of farms and large estates until the 1950s, when Cord and Charles Meyer sold their 225-acre farm for development. And by 1952, residential development of Bay Terrace sections 1 through 12 began and continued into the mid-1960s. The Bay Terrace at Bayside Shopping Center was built in the 1950s, and the New York City Department of City Planning conducted a transportation study of Bay Terrace in 2004. And the findings included parking and intersection issues, including poor access to the Cross Island Parkway, well, eventually a median was, will be constructed along the length of, the, of 212th Street with increased access to the Cross Island Parkway near the Bay Bridge Commons Shopping Center and reconstruction of the existing entrance and exit ramps. The Bay Terrace at Bayside Shopping Center plans on adding new storefronts to their plaza, including World Kitchen, Aristotle, and PM Pediatrics, which is a state-of-the-art pediatric emergency care facility. Bay Terrace has the zip code 11360, and according to the U.S. Census Bureau, the estimated 2010 median family income for the census tract encompassing the Bay Terrace area of New York City is $95,868. The current population of Bay Terrace, Queens, New York, is 13,392, with a population density, and while the population density is 14,683 per 0.8 per square mile, the median, median home value of the area is $1,253,000. The median age of individuals residing in 11360 is 48.9 years. Oakland Gardens is a middle-class neighborhood in the southern part of Bayside, bounded by the north by the Long Island Expressway, and to the east by Alley Pond Park, to the south by Union Turnpike, and to the west by Cunningham Park. Whitestone is to the north, and Queens Village and Belrose 
are to the south and southeast, respectively. The neighborhood is part of Queens Community Board 11 and Frederick Newbold Lawrence. He built a mansion in the area in 1847 called The Oaks, and the neighborhood's name probably derives from that estate. Many people refer to Oakland Gardens as Southern Bayside because of its proximity and similarity to Bayside. Its median income is $54,031. In transportation, you have the I-295 and 495, as well as the Cross Island Parkway. The north end of the Brooklyn Queens Greenway, it's a little bay park under the Throgs Neck Bridge, approaches with convenient connection to the Utopia Parkway bicycle lane. And it lies between Cross Island Parkway and Little Neck Bay, connecting Bayside to Douglaston and Alley Pond Park and to Central Queens and Coney Island. Francis Lewis Boulevard is a major street notorious for drag racing, which resulted in several fatalities to drivers and pedestrians over the years, of which I wouldn't be surprised, you know? So if you're out there in that area and you see drag racing happening after midnight, steer clear of it, folks. <laughs> the, uh, let's see, Bayside is connected to Penn Station in Midtown Manhattan, Woodside, Flushing Main Street, Murray Hill, Broadway, Auburndale, and Long Island by the Long Island Railroad's Port Washington branch at the Bayside Railroad Station. The New York City Subway's seven trains serves nearby Flushing at Flushing Main Street Station. The buses Q12, 13, 16, 27, 28, 30, 31, and 76, and 88 are the local routes. And you have the QM2, M3, and M20 express routes also serving Bayside. After the MTA began extending the seven trains of the IRT Flushing Line westward into Manhattan in 2007, the 2012 fiscal year community district needs of Queens report suggests extending the line eastward in order to relieve congestion in downtown Flushing. The report states, it's time for residents and businesses of East Flushing Bayside and maybe some parts of Douglaston to share in freeing downtown Flushing from this growing problem. It should be noted the original plan for the line in 1935 was to have it end not in Flushing but Bell Boulevard near Northern Boulevard. And education you have Queensboro Community College. You also have the uh, Queensboro Public Library. You have Queensboro uh, Public Library Bayside Branch. In recreation, you have Alley Pond Park, Little Bay Park, Cochrane Park, Cunningham Park. A lot of these parks, Fort Totten, uh, Lawrence Cemetery is there, Fort Totten, All Saints Episcopal Church, one of the oldest churches. First constructed in Bayside, this building contains examples of Lewis Comfort Tiffany's work. It was built in 1892. Uh, Straighten Storm Cigar Factory, built in 1872. The Corbett House. You have the Author's House as well. Gloria Swanson's home. She was a silent film actress. And Rudolph Valentino's home as well. Um, and that's a look pretty much right now. If you go to... External links, you'll see some of the stuff there and references and notable people as well. So let's look at that article from the New York Times in the real estate section titled Bayside, a city suburb with enclaves by Allison Gregor, uh, published on September 24th of 2013. 
There was a time in the early 20th century when Bayside rivaled nearby Long Island havens for the affluent and celebrated. For instance, Sands Point, a North Shore enclave associated with Fitzgerald's Great Gatsby. Then came construction of the Cross Island Parkway in the late 1930s, effectively cutting Bayside off from the water. That set the area on a different course from North Shore communities like Douglaston and Little Neck, which still have grand waterfront estates. But Bayside bounced back, and today it's an upper-middle-class community where single-family homes predominate, it has excellent schools and ample parks, and an archetype of suburbia, but within the boundaries of New York City. Well, Betsy Pilling said, people who want to live in Bayside really want to live in Bayside. That's all there is to it. She's a lifelong resident and the broker owner of Pilling Real Estate, which has been in business in Bayside for 40 years. Miss Billing, or Pilling, described Bayside residents as homeowners with a strong civic interest who are paying a lot of money, so they have to be motivated to want to live there. Detached three-bedroom houses start at $600,000 or so, and there are a few, if any, affordable housing options, so buyers tend to be affluent, the brokers said. The area was settled in the 1600s by English land grantees evolved by the mid-1900s into a neighborhood that attracted prosperous Irish, Italian, and German-American families. Daniel Agar says in the last two decades, Korean and Chinese Americans have been its fastest-growing ethnicities, many moving east from the Flushing area. It's a neighborhood of enclaves, and among them Bay Terrace, Bayside Gables, Weeks Woodlands, and Bayside Hills. And it's all strung together by vibrant shopping strips along Bell Boulevard. And each enclave could be defined as a neighborhood in itself. But residents typically see themselves as Bayside's first. Each enclave developed in a different area. And in the early 2000s, all were in danger of becoming overrun by sprawling new single and multifamily homes. Until impassioned Bayside's came together and pushed through a rezoning proposal, which covers Bayside. Uh, this is uh, all said uh, Jerry Ianci. He's the chairman of Community Board 11. And Allison McKay, who's a resident of the Belcourt Enclave for eight years, owns one of the few remaining Victorians in the area. Uh, she's the director of Bayside Historical Society, and Ms. McKay says she treasures the four-bedroom house. It's really pretty, she said. I'm the third owner, and the second owner did a lot of renovation, so it's got central air. And while Miss McKay would not say how much she paid, Mr. Algar says homes like hers would sell in the low 800,000s as attractive single-family homes, and they're always in demand. And if, a tr uh, uh, if an owner is truly looking to sell, and the house is priced within the correct range, he, he added, it will go almost overnight if it's priced right on the money. And you're going to get close to, if not above, asking price. And that's a look at that article written by Allison Greger for the New York Times. Well, I think that about covers Bayside for right now. And, of course, we will look at another article that I had ready for you from the tab. But I will, of course, uh, give you that article on uh, next week's program. Next week, we're going to be covering uh, Bell Rose. That'll be the next um, 
city in the northeastern part of Queens. And uh, hopefully by then you'll be able to get a little more ingestion or ingestion of Bayside. I'll be posting some pictures to the Facebook group page as well as the business page of the Queens New Yorker. And that's about all the time we've got for this edition. Thank you so much for joining me today. And we hope that you will continue to get inspired. And if you happen to live in Queens and you know a lot more about things, please feel free to share with your fellow uh, group members and myself what you have learned over your course of your time in Queens. And if you recently moved and you want to get back there and see what's changed, well, keep up to date with our program. You'll see that lots of things have changed over the last uh, 15 to, to 18 years since 2000. And um, it just continues to either get better or it gets worse. But one thing is for certain, Queens, the borough itself, is an interesting borough with lots of historical things going on, and we have a lot of episodes to cover that. From all of us here at the Queens, New Yorker, I'm Jason DeCanio. We will see you the next time for another edition of the Queens, New Yorker, right here on Ustream, IBM Cloud Video, and Mixcloud. Bye-bye. You have been watching the Queens, New Yorker, Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio online presentation. Thank you for your support.
You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker, Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio online presentation. Thank you for your support.